existent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood. I'm Willkommen Sie im Salzburg, Austria. Yes, part two of the uh, little little Bavarian tour that George and I are doing here on Cigars and Spirits. How you feeling, George? We're sitting here in uh, in the uh, the Sternbrau uh, Distillery, or no? Distillery, brewery, brewery, brewery. We've already been drinking as normal, and uh, we found ourselves a nice little corner. It's nice and quiet back here, and uh, so what you thinking? I'm loving life. We're in Salzburg, Austria. It's a Mozart festival. A little chilly, a little rainy. Mozart festival. It was. <laughs> it is. I didn't see any festival going. Yeah, I know, on. but remember, it's supposed to be going on. For the I know rest it's supposed week, to be going. But I didn't see Mozart or any I any know. music. I looked but, everywhere for him. <laughs> but that's beautiful. It's a quaint little town. Uh, beautiful, right on the river. I mean, I, I highly recommend you guys come out here. It's, it's my first time, and I'm definitely coming back with the wife. Oh, absolutely, need to. It's been it's been quite a few years since I've been here, and uh, I forgot how charming and wonderful it is. But before we go any further, let's give a good shout out to our uh, sponsor. The original bourbon club.com. So check them out. The original bourbon club.com. Set up your own, uh, bourbon club through us. Uh, we do a lot of barrel picks year after year and, uh, it's just a great club. So check them out. Once again, the original bourbon club.com. So, and as always, let's get the business out the way. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram yep. at cigars, cigars and spirits and Twitter at cigar underscore podcast. Instagram us if you guys want to do a uh, scotch tasting, whiskey tasting, bourbon tastings. We are executive bourbon stewards. We can host a party for you guys. We can actually do cigar and spirit matching. Go Absolutely. figure, right? I know. So we're available for birthday parties and for <laughs> corporate businesses, bot mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs. You got a mitzvahs? We're there. <laughs> Uh, you can tell oh, a few beers goodness. down the gullet, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, on Instagram, it's uh, Cigars and Spirits Podcast on Instagram. So check us out there, and you can always direct message us, us through there. That's probably the best way to yeah. get a hold of and us. And I'm remiss of that because a buddy of mine just texted me. goes, dude, you, you know, are you guys available to do a whiskey tasting? Like, of course we are. So, so. Instagram us, and we'll be there. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Let's so, talk about this beer, huh? Unfortunately, <laughs> here in Salzburg, Austria, Communists. We cannot smoke indoors. As you, just like we went through yesterday at the Hofbrau House and everything in, in Munich. So we're kind of in the same boat. So unfortunately, we're not doing a cigar, but today's going to be uh, very interesting. So we're here at the Sternbrow. We're going to do this. We're going to go over. We're having a couple different beers here. We'll discuss that. We'll discuss the uh, brewery. And then from here, we're going to take off and head over to the Salzburg Airport and go to the Red Bull Hangar Number 7. It's a big old hangar. That's owned by Red Bull Corporation. It was Red Bull basically started in Salzburg, and the owner is an aviation fanatic. So he built this beautiful hangar. You'll check out the pictures on Instagram and our Facebook page, and um, houses a lot of World War II planes, plus their stunt planes they use for air shows, and they have three restaurants, and they have some bars. There. I heard they had a kick-ass bar there. So. They do. They got a kick-ass bar, so we're going to hit that up. Uh, that'll be part two of this mm -hmm. one. So, But let's go ahead and start. You know, So once again, we're at Stern. Brow, which Stern basically means star. Brow means beer. So it's a it's a just a brewery here. It started in 1411. Eh, not that old. Yeah, nice nice little young pup on the block, and um, it's been around. Oh, geez, like I said, since 1411. So once again, Sternbrau was more than one of uh, more of a than a dozen breweries that started in Salzburg's old town, and like I said, back in 1411. So there, but then in 1907 they relocated to the uh, the Riedenberg district, which is across the river, and they were there from 1907 on. And then in 1911, uh, 
they were actually had the second highest beer production in Salzburg after Stiegel. Oh, I love Stiegel. And we need to throw them under the bus. Yeah, bastards. Although I can't do that. We didn't know. <laughs> but we hike up all the way to the top of this hill because there is the mothership. The mothership. Stiegel. And they got flags <laughs> flying and it's beautiful. It's on top of the hill. Closed. <laughs> they said they were open. <laughs> closed. The hours, everything, they were supposed to be open and they weren't. And there was the Stiegel restaurant. Closed. Closed. The, the, the brewery. Closed yeah. the tour. Closed. I'm like, mm, you bastard. <laughs> so anyways, um, so we'll get back to, so we end, that's how we ended up at Sternbrow. So uh, one of the cool things is, since you brought up the Mozart Festival that is getting ready to start here, that you're absolutely right. Um, he ended up hanging out in the Sternbrow. They said he spent many hours there at Sternbrow in, in the 1777 range. That year he was <clears throat> still hanging around Salzburg where he, where he was originally born. <clears throat> so I thought that was pretty cool. So, um, another, another cool piece of history is Carl Reisenbichler. So he's from 1885 to 1962. It was a very famous Austrian artist. And in 1929, he actually lived in the brewery in exchange for, he lived in it. He lived in it <laughs> in exchange for painting. So the, all those paintings and stuff, gig. he did all that. So he lived and there. The paintings for, are cool. They're oh, really cool. Yeah. So he did all those murals and, and some of the paintings were really cool. They're basically, um, all about the Archdiocese of Salzburg. And so it's almost like a history if you go through the paintings and look at them, and they're still there. And he did that, uh, some of those in 1924, and then uh, through 1929, like I said, he lived there in exchange to paint their walls. So 1956, the last bottle of Stern, uh, Stern beer was produced there at that, that one uh, that they moved to on the other side. And right after that is when they moved back over to Salzburg, got the old original area, moved into there and they've been there in the old town ever since. So what are we drinking? So I picked one beer and George did something different. So uh, I got the Martzen from them. And then George did the natural Rodler. So it's mm -hmm. a Rodler made with the Martzen beer. Yep. Same beer. So Martzen in German actually means marches. So means to march. And what it is, is it's basically a traditional lager and lagers are, you know, pretty much a Southern Bavarian Germany thing. Yet lagers were started <laughs> in Czechoslovakia and that's where like Budweiser got their original mm -hmm. recipe came from Czechoslovakia because that's where lagers and they worked their way over because it's very close to Bavaria. So it's rest of Germany and stuff. And even throughout other areas of Austria, you don't find the lagers. It's mostly a Bavarian stuff. So the Martzen is a, it's once again, lager, they consider it a full beer. So typical barley malt hops and hops extract they do. And uh, alcohol was 5.2% by volume. The thing that I'm finding interesting on this Martzen beer is um, it reminded me, it's reminding me a lot of a U.S. based beer. It is. A lager. It is. And, and weigh, weigh in on that. It's more, look, it's not Budweiser's, it's not Miller. Oh, no. But no. it's more like the craft breweries. I mean, there's craft breweries a dime a dozen in the United States. And that's one thing we found in Germany. I thought the beers there were just more full body, full flavor. But didn't fill you up as much. I mean, uh, so far, and we've had several different beers now. And so far on this trip, both Austin and I both said that Hofbrau Dunkel Rodler was by far the best. So oh. that's why I got a Rodler here. Gosh, yeah. Very enjoyable. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a good beer, but it doesn't hold up to that Dunkel Rodler. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the thing that I'm, I'm learning here looking at this and finding out is these lagers are – filtered mm -hmm. they're filtering out the the yeast whereas like the dunkel and some of the other german beers they're not filtering that yeast and to me it gives it more of a a creamy velvety 
and it's just full bodied. It just has a full body, but yet, yeah, like yet, almost a thickness, but yet not a thickness. It's a beer. Yet to me, the carbonation <clears throat> on those unfiltered beers seems to be lower. So yeah. it's not like I'm not getting the beer burps. Like with this one, with this lager, it's almost like drinking American lager, and I'm getting a little more of the beer burps. But you will it. get the beer shits with all the yeast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not on this one, not on this Martin no, but here. You get the but, German oh, beer, oh, oh yeah, 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 all that yeast, absolutely. It's actually really good for you. So now Georgia has a Rodler, which once again is made from Martin, and it's uh, basically forty percent beer and six percent fruit juice, basically a lemonade uh, deal, and its volume is two percent. So now for you beer guys out there. The uh, the wart degrees on the Martin is 11.9, and on the Rodler, since it's cutted with uh, juice, is 8.7. For those people out there that aren't as knowledgeable on beer, what we're talking about when we talk about degrees, like I said, 11.9 degrees, that's not a temperature. It's actually uh, the concentration of extracts. So mainly sugars derived from the malt and stuff. So what they do is when they're making the wart, they do a specific gravity measurement. And that's what they come up with a number. And it's just how many with the concentration of the extracts and all the uh, ingredients are in it. So at 11.9, that's going to tell you it's on the higher side. That's once again, why they'll call it a full beard. It's indicative of flavors. So, but it, yeah, and it is full, but it's again, fullness is also like a dark beer, like a Guinness, you know, a really dark Guinness. That's a heavy bodied, full filling beer. You know, these are not dark beers. Yep. Uh, no, no, this is not. This is a lager. Yeah. But as a lager, they're calling it full-bodied from a flavor yeah, perspective. Yeah, I agree. And I do agree with that. So, and once again, it's it's the typical bottom fermented. It's got light, full-bodied beer. Basically, uh, the color is, I'd say, what, a yellow? I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just nice, kind a of lager. a straw yellow. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, just kind of kind of smelling it. It's just, it's it's got pretty good hoppy notes. And I do find a little bit of hop. Um, getting any malt? You smell any malt? Uh, maybe a wisp. Yeah, exactly. And of course, mine's kind of bastardized. It has lemon juice in it. So you do get a little yeah. bit of the citrus. But that was the funny part compared to the Dunkel Rodler. You smell that and you oh. smell raspberries. Oh, my God. Raspberry toasted yeah. hops. Uh, this is caramel. a beer with a little lemon juice in it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it just, once again, it's reminded me of a traditional American lager. It's kind of, mm. kind of what it's tasting. So... That's kind of what we have right here at uh, Sternbrow, and you know. What about the food? Oh, the food is good. The so Austin good. had a little goulash, which was very oh, good. Yes, absolutely. I had a little bit of the uh, what was a fried. It was like sliced fried sausages with pickled cabbage and pickled uh, <laughs> vegetables. Pickled cabbage, also known as and, sauerkraut. Yeah, but but this doesn't. It was different than the German sauerkraut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost a little bit sweeter, sweeter. but it had a little tang to it. But it was sweet and tangy. It was because I'm not a huge sauerkraut lover. This this is delicious. Yeah. The bread they brought out was delicious. I mean, the whole meal so far has been spectacular. Yeah, and yeah, the interesting thing is, is we're an hour from Munich, yet mm-hmm. culinary-wise, similar base food, but the flavors really are different. It is a big departure. Well, I shouldn't say a big departure, but a, a marked departure. It's a marked departure, but none of these bastards know how to use pepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why it's on the table. They leave it up to you. Yeah, they really they do. They leave it up uh, to you. Because everything they have is really delicious. Like, you know, just a little bit of spice. But they're not shy with their salt. <laughs> Boy, you ain't lying. <laughs> That's why we got to drink so much beer to, to dilute all the salt. So we're going to go walk around, see if we find a few gems here in, in Salzburg. If so, we do not, we'll definitely catch up from the Red Bull Hangar. Yep. Yeah, our next stop where we'll do this is from Red Bull Hangar. So if, if we find a gem, we'll talk about it while we're at the hangar. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, just stand by. We'll be back Stay in a tuned. minute. 
And we're back. We're sitting here in the Red Bull hangar. Oh, my God. These people are so nice. They found us a little room because they have these conference rooms. And they've allowed us to uh, sit down in this conference room to have nice, quiet area. And they're serving us here. <laughs> we're ordering scotch. We're having a little course. scotch. And we did go out to the third floor bar, which was, oh, look, gosh. come here. It's, it is very high end. You're like, oh, my God, it's going to be expensive as hell. No. Free entry. Yep. We got to walk around, look at the planes. It was beautiful. Yeah. And we got here, what, 730? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. And uh, women are gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it's, it's uh, spectacular. In, it really is. Uh, I'm impressed. Before we go any further about it, we wanted to give out a little shout out. We yes. were wandering around Altstadt, which means Old Town there. Salzburg. Salzburg. Actually, and this is literally around the corner from the Steinbrow uh, Brewery. And we found a little whiskey market. That's how the, it's called, whiskey market. It's mm-hmm. called Pinkernell's. And uh, Dorothy Hoffman Geberhart is the proprietary owner of it. And she was freaking awesome. Awesome. Oh, my God. She was absolutely awesome. We ended up buying two uh, scotches. What? What were the pronunciations on those? Uh, that was Glenn Alec. Uh, Glenn Alec. I got to remember. Glenn Alecky. Glenn Alecky. Had a so look at we the, bought the bottle. Two expressions. We've never seen it here in the U.S. We tasted it there. She's she awesome. Has, she has a huge Scotch collection. Yep. And a lot of them she has open, so you can taste. And Glenn Alecky has this whole wood series, which we'll get into next week. Yep. But yeah. we tasted these two. Little foreshadowing. One's heavy sherry. One's Madeira. Uh, Madeira. Yep. And we're going to do them next week back in the States with a cigar. With a cigar. Back to to the roots. roots. Exactly. But we needed to give a shout out to this place. It's absolutely amazing. She spent a good 45 minutes with us. Cool thing is, is all her expressions, she has open bottles. Not all, but most. most, Yeah, well, most of them. Yeah. So you could sit there and taste them. So, anyways, uh, about the hangar. So, real quick, we'll get a little aviation before we move on to the two scotches we're drinking right now. Anyways, um, once again, Red Bull, uh, the owner of it. Aviation Nut owns a bunch of World War II aircraft, including a B-25, F-4U Corsair, which he has sitting, F-U. Has sitting here in, <laughs> in the hangar. Oh, my gosh. Fully restored, maintained, absolutely gorgeous. He has his corporate jet sitting in here, which is amazing. It's a nice Falcon 900EX. Um, he's got a bunch of uh, aerobatic planes, and he even has a couple of the aerobatic helicopters they use. And used, actually, in the last Bond movie, they used uh, the, the gray helicopter sitting over there. And for you car fans. Has his Formula One yes. cars here. He has a stunt, a uh, little Honda Civic of all things. <laughs> but he has what four Formula Ones down? Below, oh yeah, on the floor. Uh, really awesome. Oh awesome yeah, from all the him. different teams they've sponsored, yep. Formula One teams and stuff. It's just it's absolutely a spectacular <clears throat> place, and they don't seem to turn anyone away. And the minute we walked in, we felt like we were billionaires. I mean, they yeah. really treated have treated us this way so far. It's, when you think hangar, you think oh, going to be in a warehouse someplace. Oh no, it's all glass. It's like the clothes. Google Heim. Yeah, it is. It is. It's high end. Oh. And it's very high. I walked in like, well, this is going to be expensive. And to me, one and of it's the not. coolest <clears throat> bars, the the top floor, third floor bar. It's not even third floor. You take a gangway to the top of the hangar, and it's hang. It's suspended from the roof of the hangar, and. It's all glass floor, and you can see through it and see down to all the planes. And once again, I'll, I'll be posting some pictures up on it so you guys can see it. So anyways, uh, Scotches, which is the, which expression did you pick? So I chose the Aaron, which you're going to talk about, and you chose the Ladeg, which I'm going to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Go freaking figure, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? We got to swap it but around. But we, look, we, we be in. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. 
The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! In today's world, we'd be a little, a little gay couple. We're swapping back and forth. He would taste mine. Hey, I would taste his. Absolutely. <laughs> and look, they're both spectacular for completely different reasons. Hey, they're, I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. $20 is $20. <laughs> so I had the Ledag, which I had to look at the pronunciation. It's, it's spelled L-E-D-A-I-G. So I'm like, Ledag, which right? Which we haven't seen here in the U.S. I have not seen Never it. Never seen it I've myself. been Googling it. You can get it. We'll talk about that later on. But uh, it's pronounced Lechik. I'm like, where the hell do you get a chick out of the D? But it's pronounced <laughs> lechick. Uh, it's a single malt, 10-year Irish scotch from the Isle of Mull, which we'll get into a little bit. What, what are you doing? So I got the the Aaron, or the A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. <laughs> A-A-Ron, the Aaron, A-R-R-A-N, scotch, and it's named after the Isle, Isla, the Isle of Aaron. So um, it's one of two distilleries there. So the Isle of Ron used to have a lot of distilleries back at the turn of the century in the 1800s. And they all went out of business, basically. Mm. Just uh, as as what I read, quantity over quality. Yeah. And so they went out of business. Now we have two, and it's the same company. It's this Aron Scotch. They've opened up two distilleries there. So um, they started in, in uh, La Granza about 30 years ago, the first distillery. <clears throat> and... Um, then they uh, ended up doing a second location, and it's an it's over right off of a uh, Loch Nadavi, and uh, which Loch is obviously a lake, there. like a lake, yeah. And they picked that one because of the the water source. So they're both producing kind of uh, between the distilleries different expressions. So the one over by the Loch is more peaty and and iodiney and smoky, and then the other one's a little more. More closer to Highland, which is kind of what we're drinking here. Yep. This is reminding me of much more of a Highland. So uh, the second distillery opened up in 2019, and the town is called Log. And um, that's where they're doing their really, as they say, unique style of peated malt. So really quick history on It's kind of interesting. You're going to like this one. You know, just sitting, we're sitting here Googling these things so we can obviously... Yeah, halfway, we've never had halfway non-dumbass on this, so, and we've never had them or seen them. So, first spirit ran through their spirit safe as they put down at uh, uh, two twenty-nine p.m. on 29th June, nineteen ninety-five. Oh, the event actual date, which is cool. The and time, then, and then, yeah, they have the time. That's when it first <clears> hit the safe, and uh, from there, um, they officially opened on August seventeenth of nineteen ninety-five, and then in uh, August 9th of nineteen ninety-seven, the visitor center was opened by. Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, nice. She came in, and while she was there, she picked two <laughs> casks, one for Prince William and one for Prince Harry, and they're still there in the in warehouse number one, slumbering, as they put it. Nice. I thought that was kind of cool. So the one I'm that that I picked, or you picked it. I now picked I, it. Yeah, now you're, I've got you're talking it, about it. Yeah. Is the it's it's the Bodega Sherry Cast Bodega, and Bodega is a type of sherry uh, from Jerez, Spain. So, and it's fifty five point eight percent. So it's funny. It's it's a little hotter than normal scotch, but it doesn't drink hot. Mm-mm. It's none not, whatsoever. No. And that's why I chose it. I'm like, ooh, a Highland that's almost cast strength. Well, it's an Isla. I, I mean, mean so, but yeah, close yeah. to Highland, but it's uh, yeah. almost cast strength. Yeah. Island style. Yeah, kind of Highland style, but from from an Isla, one of the Islas. And um, anyways, it's, yeah, 55.8% volume. It's typical barley mm-hmm. and water. And um, the master stiller is basically working as they they 
ride up with the producers of people making the Bodega Sherry and Jerez. And these, this one is done 100% in the Sherry cask. It's not finished or anything. It's 100% Sherry. So that's it for the Iran Scotch. What do you have so, on, on the one that I picked well, that I can't even pronounce? Tasting <laughs> yours, though, I mean, it is oh. nose of stone fruit, sweets. Oh, it, the sherry. It, I, I'm telling you, the the nose on that, you can wear it as a cologne. Yeah. Because it's got the a slight whiskey smell to it, but it's got sweet stone fruits. I mean, it is a it's, beautiful nose. You're, you're right. It's the nose, the flavor to me, it's uh, intense fruit. But with that higher proof, okay. you know, 111.6 basically, but it's cuts that sweetness. You're not mm-hmm. getting that syrupy, sherry sweetness, <clears throat> but you're getting all the flavor of the stone fruits coming through. This is one of the best sherry expressions I can remember in a long yeah, time. By far. In a I'm long gonna time. I'm going to try to find it back and in the And it's cheap. I mean, it's, it's like 33 euro. No, 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 no. The Ladeg was 33 Oh, the Ladeg was, yes. This one was 27 euro. Oh, and I'm telling yeah. you, this is a high-end bar. Oh, my. Anywhere in the United States, you'd be paying minimum 65 to $70 for this. Yeah. I mean, the, the waiters are professional. The waitresses are professional. All very impeccably yeah. dressed, impeccably spoken. Yep. This place is extremely high-end, and we're looking at the prices going, oh, my God. Yeah. In the States, we would be paying two to three times minimum. Oh, at least. Minimum. And it's, yeah, it to me, this is truly one of the best share expressions I've tasted in yes. quite a long time. So then we swapped because we do it completely <laughs> opposite here. But I was, we were trying to match the proofs, but we went two different Our sort of, wives are fine with us swapping alcohol, <laughs> just not wives. Exactly. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'll start I coughing, know, damn it. I know. George showed up sick. I, I, bastard. Yeah, I landed sick and started partying for three days hard in a row. <laughs> so again, Ledig is pronounced Lechik. It's one of, like they say, it's one of the heavily peated single malts from the Isle of Mall. But again, it's it's getting slightly higher up the Isle where you're getting close to the southern part of the Highlands. Go figure. Uh, it started in 1798 by a kelp merchant. Go figure. John Sinclair, he's a, he leased a couple of acres and he wanted to start a ho- housing for the island and a, a distillery. He couldn't get uh, licenses for housing, so he started a distillery. In 1823, he actually licensed the distillery because all the distilleries on the island were illegal. But unfortunately, by 18, shiners. Yeah, all of them were. By 1837, it closed and was closed for like 40 years. It was bought by a company called DCL, but in 1916, closed again for another 40 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Come, come 1972, a Liverpool shipping company, along with Pedro Dominique, they start the Ladeg Distillery, and they called it Tobamori. We'll get into that later. Reopened it as Ladeg, but filed for bankruptcy three years later. <laughs> It's like, I thought it was Le Chick. <laughs> <laughs> it's then, the name. That's why they're having the a name. Time. <laughs> no one could pronounce it. They kept going out of business, poor guys. So finally, by 1979, the Tobamori Distilleries acquired the distillery, renamed it Tobamori. <laughs> Again, it failed. Closed for about another three years. You know why? Because everybody asked for Ledeg, and we're like, we don't know what we're, that we're is. Because it's Le Chick. <laughs> <laughs> And the funny thing is the buildings are transformed into holiday uh, leasing apartments and cheese storage, of all things. Cheese <laughs> So finally- Blessed are the cheesemakers. The cheesemakers. <laughs> finally, in 1993, a guy named Byrne Stewart Distillers bought the distillery buildings and, renamed, and, and remaining stocks of whatever booze they had left, invested really heavily into it, and brought the distillery back to what it was. Finally, in 2013, it was repurchased by another person, reopened it in 2019, and they- put new stills in and since then they've been blowing and going they have two uh scotches one is the lechick the ledeg which is a single malt non-chill filtered 
uh, peaty scotch and adds a Tobamori, which is more the single malt scotch, but more a lot less peat. It's yeah. more Highland type. So they're expression. doing kind of the same thing that this Iran yeah. is doing. And they do make a gin. Because, yeah, they're doing the peat version and they're doing a non peated version. Yeah. So, and this was uh, again ten years in ex bourbon casks, nine chills filtered. It's forty six point three percent by volume, so about a ninety two percent. Yeah, a little bit higher in scotches, yeah. and that's why we chose these to kind of match the proofs a little bit. This one, I chose mine just because I'd never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, we never seen either one. I of mean, these. it's like, oh, let's try this. Let's... But on the nose, this one you smell smoke and peat. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's charry smoke yeah. peat, but when you taste it, it's it's. Beautiful because it has wow. that smokiness of a Ardbeg, not as much, yeah, but it's, less peaty than a Lafroig, yeah. But it has some stone fruits in it, which is surprising because it's a bourbon cast. How'd you put it a minute ago? You're like it's like it's like uh, Ardbeg met Macallan or something yes, like that. It's That's, almost like Ardbeg or, or, met uh, Lagavulin. Lagavulin. That was what you said. It's got that yeah. oiliness of Lagavulin, but it's got the smoky peatiness of the Ardbeg. It's a beautiful scotch for the fl- for the oh, price. Oh God, they both are. I, I'm just uh, floored by this. Yeah, on aftertaste, there's a lot of vanilla saltiness. It, 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 I mean, it's we we were both going because you know again I tasted mine. I'm like, oh, I love that Aaron. Yeah, that and Aaron, I tasted yeah. his. I'm like, God, I love it for a completely different reason. It, yeah, they're totally non. They're they're non similar. No, they're not, total no different expressions of scotch. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's just amazing. This uh, Iran, they're they're still independently owned, which is nice, <clears throat> which I I really dig, and uh, yeah, it's once again it's it's a sherry bomb, but not a s- sweet sherry bomb. Just stone fruits. I'm getting a little vanilla, slight caramel mm-hmm. on the finish, but it's not salty. The uh, la chick is just yeah, it's, it's salty. It's not sal- salty like a talisker. Not a talisker salty. Yeah. And when I was reading it's about this, it's, it's funny. It's a little more minerally, maybe yeah. less salty, more minerally. I mean, I mean. It's kind of, but the funny thing about reading about it, it I kind of had a laugh right. because as you move north on the island, because you've got the Isla, which is the smokiness of them all, and then up north you got the Isle of Skye, which is more briny. Briny, yeah. Mall is in between those two, so you get just a little bit of salt, you get a little bit of smoky, but it's neither one of them, and it's so cool because just these islands and have you as you move up the islands, the flavors change. Yeah, it's really yeah. really neat. So. With yeah. that, guys, I hope you enjoyed our little tour of Austria and Germany because I know I have. I'm yeah. looking forward to come back the next time. Uh, sorry we couldn't do a cigar. We really, really wanted to. Yep. You know, but that's all right. We'll get them on the next the next round. Next week, we will be back in the states, and we're going to pair a nice cigar with these two scotches we bought today. I think it should be a lovely pairing. Absolutely. As always, please tell your friends. Yeah, please share us. Honored and privileged friends. to have you guys listen to us. And Austin, take us home. Enjoy life. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending...